0: A couple of weeks ago, a friend was asking me how life was going and how the Mommy Tell me Fix was going and how this podcast was going. And she knows what Jared and I do for a living. And so she was so kind to ask. So we were just talking about it. And I was telling her how we're launching this new coaching program that I'm so excited to be able to help more women and help them see progress and help them make changes in their lives that last. And we were chatting and she said something along the lines of, What you have done will never work for me because you don't understand where I've been. You've always been in shape and healthy. And it kind of stopped me in my tracks. This friend didn't actually know me 10 to 15 years ago. We've only known each other for a couple of years. And she didn't know where I had started. And she didn't know this journey that I had been on that had taken me to where I am today. So I thought that it's time for you to know this story and for you to understand Where I came from, that I once weighed over 200 pounds, and how I shamed myself down to an unhappy and miserable 130 pounds, and how I have found a happy place somewhere in the middle. So, this is me getting real and vulnerable, and I'm gonna share my story today. Are you ready to make a change in your life, but not sure where to start? Welcome to Moms on the Rise, where we believe that as moms and as women, we can choose to create a life we love. I'm Camille Beckstrand, a mindset coach and fellow mom on this journey of rising up in all areas of our lives. So join me and let's rise together. Welcome back to Moms on the Rise. I'm Camille, and I'm so excited that you are here today. And I'm just grateful that you are here. So over the past decade, I have come to learn what true health is. We're just going to dive right into this. I used to think that it was a number on the scale. And I used to think that it was a certain way that your body looked. But man, that way of thinking is missing so many pieces. True and complete health, it does include physical health. But it's also mental and emotional and spiritual and social. And so if you are physically fit but mentally suffering, that takes a huge toll on your health, right? I've been there. If you are physically fit, but spiritually lacking, or even socially struggling, your health takes a hit. I just didn't realize how much they were all connected, and it's because of the journey that I have been on for the past decade plus that I've come to learn this for myself. Before we dig in, I wanted to just share a trigger warning for this episode. I'll be sharing my weight that I was at certain times in my life and thoughts that I had in my head about weight and around weight. And I want you to understand that it's just to tell this story and that honestly, I don't believe that a number on the scale should define you or should define your health. But I wanted to share this before I started because there was a time in my life where When I heard certain numbers that people weighed, it would consume me. And even though our bodies were completely different and our lives were completely different, I would let that number eat at me. And so if that is something that you are dealing with right now, I'd like to invite you to maybe pick a different episode to listen to. But if you are in a place where you want to hear this story and maybe take something out of it that can help you, then by all means, be my guest. So let's go back. Throughout my life, and I'm thinking mostly like since puberty, junior high, high school, college, throughout my life, I've just always been kind of average sized, average height, I'm five, six, average size. I was always somewhere in the middle, not skinny, but not obese, just somewhere in the middle. And like every girl in the 90s and in the early 2000s, I did all the crash diets and I tried to do all the things that would make me quote unquote skinny, right? Jared and I got married when I was a junior in college, and we had been married for about three years when I got pregnant in 2007. I graduated from college before I had kids, and I was working at my first adult job. I was managing a local retail store, and I actually worked full-time. And this job, it required me to commute for over an hour every single day. And during this time, Jared was also working on his doctorate degree, and he worked part time, and he was also doing hours in a clinic, in a physical therapy clinic, so I didn't see him a whole lot. And with a baby on the way, and paying for Jared's crazy expensive school, and we had just moved two hours away from where we lived so that Jared could go to school, it was a crazy time. We lived in this very small apartment in a big city, and we came from a very small town, which I loved. And so to go to a big city, there were so many changes that we were dealing with. And I didn't love it. I didn't love the move. I missed the small town. So I was just trying to juggle all these changes in my life and keep our marriage strong, even though we weren't hardly spending any time together. And I was trying to prepare for a baby while I was managing the store. It just, oof, there was a lot going on. And I had a lot on my plate. And so throughout this pregnancy, as I would drive home from work each day, My favorite way to treat myself was to grab a Wendy's Frosty before I jumped on the freeway to drive home at the end of the day. And I did this every single day. It was like my little escape for just a few minutes. While everything else felt like chaos around me, food was kind of my constant in my life. And so it was just that one thing that I did for myself every single day. So I remember going to the doctor for just a normal checkup with the baby when I was about seven months pregnant, and I remember standing on the scale, and I weighed more than 200 pounds. And honestly, for those last two months of my pregnancy, I stopped looking at the scale because I was so embarrassed of that number. And honestly, like things have changed so much. I'm not, I don't define myself by a number anymore. But I still don't love that they weigh you at doctor's appointments. That's another conversation for another day. Anyways, At this time, while I was pregnant, I hit 200 pounds and my body ached, my hips ached, my joints ached. I know that so much of that does come from pregnancy, but I know a lot of it came from my choices too. Because I was juggling this full-time work and all the other things going on, I was too busy to work out, or I told myself that. And I told myself, I'm too tired to work out. And at the end of the day, when I'd come home from work, all I wanted to do was crash on my couch and sleep. So the night before my baby was born, I remember I was exhausted. It was a long day. This retail store that I worked at, we were getting ready for the back-to-school season, which is a huge season for retail stores, and it had just been a busy day, and I was so tired, and the only thing that sounded good was a brownie sundae, a brownie with ice cream on top and then hot fudge drizzle on top, and so that's what I ate for dinner, which... It's fine. We all have those days, right? I know that you know. And when you're pregnant, there's some things that just sound so good. And this is the thing that sounded good to me at the end of the day. I knew I would pay the price for this choice with heartburn all night long. I had the worst heartburn when I was pregnant. But in the moment, I just didn't care. It was like the one thing that just felt so good in that moment. So the next day, My water broke and my beautiful baby girl was born. That day honestly changed my life. That was the day I became a mom. I do remember my entire body was swollen from water weight, like swollen so tight. My ankles were so tight and my feet and my legs. And I think that that swelling, it did come from water weight, but I think that it was also from my food and probably my lack of movement. I really thought, with it being my first pregnancy, and I was super young, and I'm the oldest in my family, so I didn't have like any siblings that had ever had a baby before, but I kind of just took to heart that pregnancy was a free pass to eat whatever I wanted to that would help me to feel better or help me survive another day. But when my baby girl was born, her blood sugar levels were off the charts, completely off the charts. And so all the doctors were worried and thinking that something was wrong with my baby that just barely been born. And it was so scary. I just remember thinking like, what's the matter with her, especially as a first time mom, when you don't know a lot of things, it was scary. So they ran a myriad of tests. And after doing all these tests, they discovered that she was healthy and she was okay. And so they started talking to me about what I had eaten in the past like 24 to 36 hours. And so... As I was reflecting back, well, my meal the night before was a brownie Sunday. and my lunch and breakfast that day before were all takeout because I was too tired to cook. And that morning when I woke up before my water broke, I had a couple bowls of Cinnamon Dose Grunch cereal for breakfast, which is the best cereal ever, <laughs> but yeah. probably not the best choice to have a couple bowls of that to start my day. And then, of course, I'd had my daily Wendy's Frosty for the past nine months, It was all food that wasn't really serving my body. And I didn't really think about it this way, but it wasn't serving my baby either. And so my doctor smiled and said, well, no wonder her blood sugar levels were off the charts. She's had straight sugar for the last few days. And then the doctor just looked at me and said, those levels will level out now that she's out of you. And here's the thing. Those words, now that she's out of you, rang in my ears because inside of me, is where she is supposed to be safe. And it was supposed to be a place where I could take care of her, but because of my choices, it wasn't a safe place for her. And so that was one of the first times that I realized my choices, my daily choices impact those around me because I am a mom, because I am a wife, because I am an aunt, because I am a sister, because I am a friend. How I take care of me matters. And I need to do better for them. I need to do better for those people that I love and that love me. And most importantly, I need to do better for me. And so that was kind of the start of my journey to making healthier choices and to becoming a healthier me. Unfortunately, the next decade of my life was filled with crash diets and intense workouts that killed my knees and hurt my joints and starvation and restriction and self-hate from failing again and again. And honestly, it all came from this place of shame. From a place of, I'm not enough, I'm not skinny enough, I am not worthy enough. I had no self-confidence. And it not only affected my self-esteem and my confidence, but it impacted my marriage. It impacted how I showed up as a mom just as my food choices impacted my sweet baby girl while I was pregnant, the way that I thought about myself and the way that I treated myself also impacted everyone and everything around me. So right around this time, let's see, this was probably know, 2013, 2014. So I had a couple of kids by then, but right around this time, blogging at Facebook at YouTube and Instagram were coming onto the scene. It was this whole new world of online influencers and suddenly I had all these fitness experts at my fingertips. And these experts were sharing their diets and sharing their workouts and I believed that if I ate what they ate and I worked out like I did or worked out like they did, I could look like them. And I didn't know then that every body is built differently. And everybody needs different things when it comes to food and when it comes to exercise and when it comes to just health in general. And there's no such thing as this one plan that will work for every person. And so these fitness experts, they were sharing what worked for them, which is awesome. What I should have done is taken pieces from each person that I heard and found what worked for me. But I didn't know that that's what I needed to do. So basically... I would follow their plans to a T, I'd restrict myself, deprive myself of food, and I would shame the weight off until I finally saw a number on the scale that I thought would make me happy. But guess what? I was still unhappy. I was still miserable, in fact, because I hadn't learned to love myself through this process, through this journey. It was always just a, I'll love myself, win. I'll have self-confidence, win. I will be proud of the woman I am when I lose the weight or when I fit into the size of jeans, or when I feel confident in a bikini, or whatever it is. I had never learned to love myself now when I hadn't reached those skinny goals or skinny jeans or whatever it was. I really thought that the self-love would just show up when I weighed a certain number or when I fit into those pants, but it didn't. I wasn't any happier when I weighed 130 pounds than I was when I weighed 200 pounds. And just like when I weighed on the high end, I was tired, I was grouchy, and my body ached in a different way. Not because I was carrying around extra weight, but because I wasn't fueling my body in a way that helped it, in a way that served it. And so even being on the low end of the spectrum, I still was having almost the same symptoms that I had when I was on the high end of the weight spectrum. So now I want to tell you about my journey to the middle. Somewhere in between the overeating and the undereating. Somewhere in between the binging on food and the restricting of food. It's just this place where I learned how to trust myself. And I learned what true happiness is. And I learned that I was worthy and that I am worthy now. My worthiness doesn't change. I learned that I could be happy now. That that happiness isn't defined by some number on a scale or by a pair of pants that I will wear. And it's funny because even now, I find myself falling back into those old traps. But true happiness is something that comes from the inside. It starts on the inside. So as I was on this journey to find my happy place, because I knew it wasn't up around 200 pounds, and I knew it wasn't down around 130 pounds, because that just wasn't a healthy place for me to be. So what I did was I started on the inside. I had to take care of what was going on in my head first. And as I work with women these days, I will always tell them, you will not lose any weight physically till you do the work to lose the weight between your ears. The mental work, that hard work in your head. So what I did is I worked on the thoughts inside my head. Just the things that I've been telling myself for years. The things that weren't true about myself or things that weren't kind about myself. I had to start to think different thoughts about me. I also had to remove myself from social media. And I've talked about this before. I feel like it comes up in every episode, but it just wasn't a healthy place for me to be. I had to focus on me and what I needed in that moment. And so like I've mentioned in a couple other episodes, I chose what I wanted to prioritize, what was most important to me at that time in my life. And to break it down simply, it was all about relationships. I wanted to prioritize relationships my relationship with myself, my relationship with God, my relationship with my husband, my kids, even my relationship with my business that I was running. I also had to choose to stop being a victim and choose to be the victor in my life. So many times I would blame my circumstances and just say, oh, it's because of this and this and this that this is happening to me. And instead I chose to flip it on its head Be like, no, this is happening to me, for me. There's something I need to learn from this. There's something that will help me become who I need to be. I became the victor. I had to stop blaming my circumstances and literally choose me and choose who I wanted to become and then start living like that girl. I chose to learn about my body and what she needed. I learned to be way more gentle with myself and a lot more patient. I changed the way I ate because I loved my body so much and wanted to fuel her in the right way and I felt like my body deserved that respect. I started exercising not because I needed to be fit but because that is what my body needed. It needed that movement and exercise looked a lot different than it did before. Gone were the days of those intense killer workouts that hurt my joints so bad. Now, I just move in a way that feels good, that celebrates my body instead of punishes it. And I know and I recognize this is going to look different for every single person. This journey has been years in the making, decades in the making. It has taken me so long to get to this point. And there have been so many ups and downs as I have had to learn these things. But you know what? I wouldn't trade it for anything. I look back. And I am so thankful for that 200 plus pound Camille. And I am proud of her. And 130 pound Camille, I'm thankful that she knew that that wasn't it. And that she didn't give up looking for true happiness and true health. I'm just so thankful that those past versions of myself helped lead me to who I am today. And so this journey to figure out this middle place, this happy place that is right for me, has changed my life. And now I hope that you know why I'm so passionate about what I do. It's because I've walked this path and I've been on both ends of the spectrum and experienced the highs and lows of both. And I know how hard it is and I know how frustrating it is to be stuck or to feel stuck. I just want to help moms become unstuck. I want to help moms realize the potential that they have. I see in every woman that I meet That she was made for more and that she has something so incredible inside of her. And sometimes it's not something we can see in ourselves. And I came to learn that it takes a community around you to help you see what's inside of you sometimes. I love the idea of women helping women. We need each other. We need to be able to lift each other and strengthen each other and push each other along to become the best version of ourselves. I hope that I can be part of that community to help you recognize that power that's inside of you. I hope even just by listening to this podcast that you are starting to feel that inside of you that, yeah, I am awesome as I am right now, and I am made for more, and I have potential to become even more than I could ever imagine. I just want you to recognize that inside of yourself. So if you want to come and start your own journey, there are so many ways to do that. And even you taking the time to listen to this podcast shows that you're taking those steps to learn who you are and learn what it is that you need. And if you want to, you can always come over and join us at the Mommy Tummy Fix. You will now have the option where you can get the program and you could do it on your own, like has always been available. But now we have a new community. It's our Mommy Tummy Fix Plus community where you can do it together with a group of women and coaches who are there to cheer you on and to support you on your journey. So if you're interested in that, head over to mommytummyfix.com. You can sign up today. I Can't wait to see you in there. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for letting me be vulnerable and just share this little part of my life that just want you to understand been there. And I know how it feels. So I hope that my journey can at least help somebody else who is maybe just starting their own journey. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Moms on the Rise podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mommy Tummy Fix program. If you are interested in learning more about how to take care of your body from a place of love, head over to the MommyTummyFix.com and join our community of over 10,000 women who are finding ways to live a complete and healthy life, one small choice at a time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, a rating, and follow along so that you don't miss a single conversation. Keep on rising.